Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alpine's technical director and their head of aerodynamics have left. Aerodynamics? Is that the guy who does Pierre Gasly's hair? (laughs) The barber! (laughs) Ladies and gents, welcome back to Pit Stop. We have had the first race of the season of the year. It was Bahrain. I want to sound excited for it, but I feel like we're just going to have another repeat of last year. However, there were some things that happened during the midfield. There were some things. were quite exciting. Obviously, we know Max was out the front, but we're going to dissect the race today. I'm also sick as the dog. I was dog. about to say that you sound really poorly in that yeah. intro. Yeah, yeah. Throat's gone. Um, nose. You know when like you got the flu and all your bones ache? Mm. I've got one of those, mate. But it's Monday morning people are going to be listening to this. They need to be motivated by this podcast, fam. They do. sound like so we're dying. Why don't you give them a motivational speech? Uh, well, before I give a motivational speech, I will say <laughs> this is the first proper podcast we've actually sat down and done even since the live show that we did because we had the bonus go out about the greatest track on earth and then we had the roof episode, which I hope you guys loved. I don't know if many people know about the roof ep, but it was severely delayed. Yeah, it was severely delayed. Oh my God. So we, we've just finished with Ruth. Oh my God, Jeff. God, yeah. We just finished with Ruth as normal, you know. I mean, we were in a bit of a rush, right? Because we were trying to get it out that night. She's left. We've had a, a five, 10 minute chat. She's yeah. left. We've turned around, taken the memory cards out of the cameras like we do, chuck them in the laptop. All of a sudden I hear Jake say, oh no. Yeah, big, big, oh no. I imported our card and the shot looked amazing obviously we used two cameras when we filmed the vid one on us one on the guest our shot looked amazing imported it took 20 minutes to import once that's done i've only got one memory card slot in the laptop i put the second memory card in the whole file was corrupt roof's whole file was corrupt it showed 68 gig but we couldn't play it we couldn't import it we downloaded every single app there is on the internet we tried everything we sat there for about four hours but then a certain Irish man came yeah. to the rescue. There was a knight in shining armor at the pub. I genuinely had thrown my laptop down on the sofa and said, like, no, it's done. I remember saying to you, I was like, the video's done. Like, we're, we're not going to be able to get it. It's we'll just, just put corrupt. the audio out. Which like, would have been shit, by the way. It would have been to a shame. To put the first guest of the season back, just audio. That would have been And awful. it's such a good ep. Like, it, it's probably one of my favorite eps. And I think it's one of the most insightful episodes we've ever had go out on our show. For sure. Like, uh, Ruth's an amazing guest. And because we know her, you know, there was, yeah. there was just a good vibe there. It's one of those ones you definitely want to watch. Yeah, for sure. sure. And I would have felt bad like if we'd lost the video. I go to, I throw my laptop down. I go to the pub to have a beer. I'm like, you know, this day's been long. It's not happening. 
And then there's a guy down there, Joe Skelly, who is an engineer, works across TV and Formula One, Formula also, E. semi-pro wakeboarder. Semi-pro wakeboarder. And I swear to God, I told him about it. We left the bar, came back here at about 10. He couldn't do it here because he needed to use his computer. We went back to his. At 2.30 a.m. in the morning, I was sat there playing Mario Kart with Lewis, his flatmate. And he just spanned the computer around and said, Jake, do you mean this video? And my whole, I just sunk. I was like, oh my God, I'm watching it. It's back. It exists because I haven't seen it. I thought it was gone. Absolutely mega. So that's the motivation for Monday. Also in like crystal clear Mate, 4K. crystal clear 4K. Shout out Joe Skelly. There's your motivation for Monday. When you think you can't do something, just don't give up. And my advice for the week is to talk to as many people as possible because if I hadn't have spoke to as many people as possible, then I wouldn't have got it fixed. Exactly. So that is... We would have wasted money paying these awful apps and websites. And I was We can save your footage. (laughs) That was the problem. I didn't want to give the footage to anyone on the websites because they'd have the raws. And obviously yeah. at the end, there's like... I don't know. There's always there's bits al- there's always just pr- There's private conversations that we have off you know, off air, but like, I think the cameras were still rolling. Yeah. So I was a bit worried about that. Not that it's ever bad, but it's just a private conversation. No, you don't want someone else to have bad. that. Anyway, back to the race. I'm going to give you the rundown. Go on, give of, me the rundown. Um, where everyone finished. I mean, it's pretty obvious that Verstappen came first. 22 and a half seconds behind yeah, Verstappen. That, that I'm, I struggle with. Sergio Perez. That's quite a lot. Bear in mind that he, I, I don't know where he started. Let me well, just... last season he won by 13 seconds. So if last season's any anything to go by he's won by another nine seconds on top of that so Perez actually started in fifth mm-hmm. he made it to second position and he's still 22 and a half seconds behind his teammate Max he then had signs in third Leclerc in fourth Russell fifth Norris Hamilton Piastri Alonso and Stroll made it into 10th I'm going to come back to that because that was an absolute mega yes, drive from absolutely. Stroll Joe in 11th, Magnussen 12th. We had Ricardo and Sonoda in 13th and 14th. Cool, we've got a lot to talk about with them as well. Ricardo and Sonoda. Yeah, cool. yeah. I actually missed that. I think we both missed that oh at the end. Oh my God, that is going to be recently. something throughout this year for sure. Albon and the Williams in 15th. Hulkenberg, Ocon, Gasly, Bottas. And would you believe it? It's Sergeant in 20th. <laughs> <laughs> when he went off and there was like nearly a safety flag, I was thinking... Thank you, Logan. You might have just saved the race for everyone. It needed a safety car. It needed something to bring the pack back together. That, and it just didn't happen. But yeah, there was a few people who had good races or had moments that just aren't in the points. There was a few interesting things to look at. I, I do believe that Crofty actually said it was the first ever race in Bahrain we've had without a safety car. Really? I be, or, or without a retirement. Okay. It's been a retirement in every single Bahrain race. Yeah, there was no retirement. Logan Sargent just finished two laps behind. They obviously wanted to get as much data out of the car. It's the first race of the season, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, you're just going to keep going. You're going to keep going. I'm pretty sure, if my knowledge is correct, didn't this same thing happen to Lando at the beginning of last season? Didn't he pit like eight times or five times in yeah. the first race? They yeah. just kept him going. Yeah. Yeah, together. Yeah, we the, saw it on Drive Survive, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, so first race, you don't want to retire. But straight away, your first point, you said, 22 seconds. If that's anything to go by for this year, then I think we're all going to just have to completely ignore first place because that is absolutely disgusting yeah. amount of time. I completely agree. I, I never think that's a reason to not want to watch it, though. Like, no, we, never. We both have friends who... 
don't watch F1 and they've been trying to get into it and then they're like, oh, but Max is winning all the time. And I'm like, yeah, but mate, don't let that put you off because there's still a race going on. Mm, yeah, you exactly. Know, just, just forget Max exists and then just watch who, what's happening in second, third and fourth. Yeah, I actually saw something on Twitter that I, we already all know Max is incredible, but he was his sector times throughout like every lap on the f- is just absolutely spot on like there's no drop off and someone there was a post about it where someone was saying he literally just finds his rhythm and then he's in literal autopilot his brain is just every single lap the exact same the exact same the exact same it's like we always say you never see a replay of max locking up no, you never see no. a replay of max going over a curb he just doesn't do anything wrong. Yeah, it's just like the car's driving itself almost. Yeah. I do want to Which say maybe though. it is. Imagine that comes out. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that comes out. No, I wouldn't be surprised, mate. <laughs> I do want to say though that actually Leclerc's Q2 time was faster yeah. than Max's Q3 time. Yeah, the, the Ferrari had pace in quality as they always do, but they don't quite have the race pace. No. But then they did have a few problems, didn't they? Leclerc had some problems. I think Sainz was all right, but Leclerc had some serious problems. He was complaining every time he braked, the car was like veering to the right uh and yeah yeah every time he was going around a corner what a start to ferrari though because we wow. we've been saying for the last Mate, month what are they is, gonna do if signs outperforms leclerc this is what we've been talking about signs has got nothing to lose mate fully side by side battling they mm. will to will racing imagine being the team watching that look i think carlos signs uh, leclerc's gonna be pinned into a little bit of a corner yeah because carlos signs got nothing to lose he's gonna hand it to leclerc every race and Leclerc is going to have to to back out of, of a lot of situations, I think. I love it when they get wheel-to-wheel and they do get really close and it's amazing. But I do think that, yeah, he's gonna, Leclerc could have his tail between his legs a little bit. I think Sainz will finish with more points than Leclerc. And I'll justify it because I think the Ferraris are close together, like in speed. But I think Leclerc will always qualify ahead of Sainz. I think Leclerc is quicker over one lap. But I think Sainz has got a bit more bite to him. So mm. when it comes to the race, I think Sainz will get in front and Leclerc won't be able to get back. And I have a feeling that will happen quite a few times this year. So the question is, if Sainz puts in such a mega performance this year, where does he go? Well, he's definitely gone because either way, it's like we were speaking to people when they did the pod, the Sky Guys, about this. And they said that it's Hamilton, isn't it? Like it doesn't matter whether you're Sainz and you could get wins or you do that. It's Hamilton. So maybe it's a straight swap. Maybe it should be a straight swap. I don't see signs as a Mercedes driver. Though. That's the only thing. Yeah, do you know I don't what I mean? Know. Like George, yes. We Lewis, know that his yes. family were talking to Red Bull. I could see Sebastian Vettel as a Mercedes driver. <laughs> Vettel isn't coming back. I wish he was. He might do, mate. He I, might I, do. Some, I don't think anyone wants to come back right now because I could you're, see, you're not going to be able to win. I could see Alonso as a Mercedes driver, but do I see Carlos Sainz as a Mercedes driver? Not really. Not no. really. No, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But I have something here that I did just want to say because we're, it's pretty clear Max is probably going to win a lot of races this year. He won 19 last year, 15 the year before. And a lot of people always say like, oh, F1 used to be dominated by Mercedes for like seven years or whatever. Mm. The key thing to remember is in them years that he was being dominated, Lewis Hamilton only won 11 races. 
there was still other people winning races. You know, there was still a battle going on with him and his teammate. 11 races across. Is his max. Lewis Hamilton's years. only ever won 11 oh, in, in one season. season. Yeah, there was like the whole Rosberg thing going on. Yeah. He was getting handed to him by like Alonso and people like that and Seb. So. <laughs> but he won 19 last year for Stappen. I actually think he probably could win every race. That's what they were going for. Do you remember we had Cow on yeah. halfway through the season? He was like, I want to win every single race this year. <laughs> I don't care what it takes. I want to win it. Which is completely unheard of. I mean, it yeah. is what it is. Like, credit where credit's due. The car's amazing. The driver's amazing. But, mate, Lance Stroll. Yeah, Lance Stroll. Well, speaking of Carlos Sainz, he got driver of the day. To be honest, mate, my driver of the day was Lance Stroll. Yeah, well, I can see why. He had a, mine was Sainz. But yeah, Lance Stroll. Tell us a bit about him. He got spun right round, baby. baby right, right round on the first corner of the first lap. Yeah. I don't know who went in. Was it Hulkenberg? Or uh, was it Magnussen? I believe Hulkenberg was involved. Bottas had given him a little, a little, a little tap, a little tap up well. the push, and uh, yeah, spun Lance. I remember actually, I screamed because I thought it was Alonso at first. <laughs> was an happy boy, but then I found out it was Lance. Took a breath. I was like, thank God. Um, but yeah, mate, he was he had to go to the pits. I, I think he went to the pits. He was he was no, I don't think he did. But he was last, and he made it into the top ten, mate. He made it. He finished tenth position. What a drive from Lance Stroll. Yeah, it was a good drive from both Aston Martin drivers. Ninth and tenth. I think. I don't. It's hard to say. Like, I, don't, I wouldn't. Do you say think it was they're happy with it? No, I don't think the car is. I don't think the car is quite where it is. I saw Alonso get. Um, overtaken a few times I mean he was he was getting overtaken but then he was overtaken back as well though at least Alonso was in a race you know at least some of these people there was quite a good race going on from like the back of the and it was so close I mean Alonso qualified sixth mm. so to finish ninth you know losing three places not great no and I know that he has got that absolute beast in him so um just well last year in Saudi Arabia which is the next race Alonso came third on the podium so are we going to have another third from Alonso coming up? Uh, Who knows? It's possible. We do know that Alonso is better at those kind of more tighter street tracks, man. Yeah. Because he's used to it. I, it's, I, when you look at what happened last weekend, it's hard to see past that being different every week. Like maybe the Red Bulls and the Ferraris are just the fastest four and it is just going to finish like them four. Yeah. Every, to be fair though, no, I don't think Perez is going to podium every week. I, I no, think no, that no, no. track was just really easy for him in a in that car but then Perez is good on street tracks again though we do know yeah. that so let's see I, how he does in yeah, Saudi I do like Perez I think he's a good driver I only, I only I wasn't giving him stick last year the only reason I was saying replace him is because he was so far behind his team <laughs> do you know what I love about him is whenever they hand him the mic for a post-race interview he's yeah. always so loud <laughs> like he talks really loudly I can't do his accent but he talks really loudly in the bedroom it's really funny it reminds me of you and me letting everyone know oh Alpine had a bit of a disaster, didn't they? Surprise, surprise. What happened there, mate? Inform well, me. they qualified last and then they finished, well, 17th, 17th and 18th. For the only people behind them were people that obviously had to do the extra pits because of damage and stuff. Not a great race and for And then it's Alpine. got even worse for Alpine. Did Ocon get another penalty? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, but this is not what you want before the start of the season. Right at the start of the season, mate. Alpine's technical director and their head of aerodynamics... Aerodynamic. Is that the guy who does Pierre Gasly's hair? <laughs> the barber. <laughs> Make sure Alpine's I look good. Barber. They've all resigned. So everyone from wow. Alpine is going to have an awful haircut in the next couple of weeks. That's what Jesus. you've learned here on Pitstop. It's a shame, you know, because like you know, I do think Pierre's a good driver. I don't know if Pierre is the best, one of the best on the grid, but I do think that Ocon is a brilliant driver, mate. And he's in a piece of 
crap car. They are they are the two very very interesting drivers to put side by side. They like both have one win. You know, there's loads of amazing stats that they're so similar. I think I wouldn't pick one above the other. I wouldn't be able to say Ocon's better than Gasly or Gasly's better than Ocon. I I think they're both very good drivers, but it's just that car looks absolutely horrendous it does however i do think after seeing the cars out on uh, on track at night now the stakes and the v-carbs do look very lovely yeah. underneath the light especially the v-carbs mate absolutely beautiful car and it's quite interesting because you look at where they finish we'll get into the yuki and daniel stuff in a minute, in a minute. <laughs> yeah but that, that's at, gonna go on all season i think oh mate you look at where they finished on grid which i believe they finish ricardo in 13th sonoda in 14th yep not great from the V-carbs. And there was all this talk, you know, before the season, you know, how much of the Red Bull do they have? Yeah. Everyone was kind of, it was on everyone's lips, you know, how good a V-carb going to be? I mean, I'll come out and say it, you know, they launched it in Vegas. They got had a load of paint on the car. They've done this whole grand thing. I was under the impression, like, look, these guys are fucking splashing the cash and flaunting it because they've seriously, maybe they've got something. Maybe they could be, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh, around about there. I agree. I did think I was expecting more. Oh, I mean, we're only one one way. We're only one, one way. One way <laughs> what what is exciting, and the one thing that I think, you know, we have a lot of listeners that have been watching for years, and a lot of new Formula One fans. But one thing I think to remember is last year, the beginning of the year, McLaren were awful. They literally were right at the back of the pack. They looked like they had nothing. And everyone was like, wow, why did Piastri go? People were saying he should have stayed at Alpine at the beginning of last year. Yeah, anyone who was they, a new fan. Yeah, everybody, and yeah. then McLaren ended the year with like the second best car. Oscar won the sprint. sprint. It was competitive. Silverstone mm. was amazing. So much can happen in the first, you know, five, six races. That, yeah. You know, it's not all completely written off. But I do agree. I was expecting them to them to come in and maybe potentially have a quicker car, but I'm sure it will get better. Who, better. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I, yeah, I don't really know. I, I, I am not the man with the answers. But, but you are the man with the answers about Yuki and Daniel Ricciardo, eh? Uh, well, let me just check my notes because I do believe, yeah. So, so I have it. We, well, we were about two laps from the end, right? Yeah. And they wanted the drivers to swap. Yeah. Now, uh, was it Magnussen or again Hulkenberg right in front of Sonoda? Magnussen, yeah. And, and to be fair to Sonoda, they're asking him to swap positions with Daniel Ricciardo when he's literally within DRS range yep. of the car in front. Doesn't really s sit well with me. I think that's a bit silly. And they had Max coming through under a blue flag, which was another thing. Making that messed it, everything yeah. up. Yeah, exactly. Which is another conversation to have what Brundle was talking about. Should they remove blue flags? But back to, back to um, this... They wanted to swap him over, even though there was no benefit of points here. That's it, mate. Sorry, it was Magnussen, and there was a stake in front of Magnussen. So yeah. there was potentially two cars. There's to no overtake. points to be had there. The, the, Daniel Ricciardo did an interview after the race, though, and he said the plan was always to swap at the end if we had to because he was on soft tyres. But I felt... I, I didn't feel like they should have even given that radio message to Yuki. But it does make me think, is this going to go on all year? Because... You know that they've brought Daniel in to be like the face of this massive company. Like mm. I do feel like he's going to be so prioritized over Yuki. And not only that, it got bad after the race on the cool down lap. 
Oh, God, the clip mate. of the cooldown lap, like Yuki's flying past Ricardo. He nearly crashes into him after the race. He locks up and goes steaming past <laughs> Ricardo. Ricardo calls him a fucking helmet, <laughs> which, <laughs> which is fair enough. Bro, he's you an don't idiot. do shit like that. That's an, that's an idiotic thing to do after the race. That could have caused so much damage. But this takes me back, mate, to what I think they need to change. One of the things that I think they should change about Formula One. I think there should still be points up for grabs past 10th position. Yeah. I think there should be a point for every single position apart from last. It would make it a lot more interesting, I think. Like, and, and, you know, all you have to do is just up the points in the top 10. So rather than Max get 25 points for a win, mm. he gets 50. And then scale all of them down to 10. And rather than getting one point for 10th position, you get... 10 points yeah and then you know 11th is 9 12th is 8 and so on and so forth there and should still be points up for grabs otherwise what are you what are you racing for really? yeah it's why the some of the people we know didn't like the sprints from the teams because every week they couldn't even get points they're just risking a car out for a load of damage and they're not even going to be able to get any points so yeah. yeah you are right and i also think imagine if they make it so every driver on the grid can get the fastest lap point because then you'll have someone like down in 15th thinking, fuck this, I can't get, I need another point. Yeah. So I'm just going to pit and go for the fastest Max, lap. And you'd have so much going on on the track. Max went and got it right at the end as well, fastest yeah. lap point. Do you know what, mate? I would sit here, I've been sitting here for the last two, two and a half years of doing this, this shit with you and thinking that. <laughs> the shit. It's and, not that bad. And thinking that no one ever listens, uh, like, you know, no one high up from F1 or, or anywhere listens to this and will take anything that we say at all. Yeah. But when we did this Sky event and it was called The Greatest Track on Earth yeah. and then we cast our mind back six to eight months of when we actually had come know, up with our mate, greatest tracks that. on Earth, I feel like we influenced that <laughs> whole thing. So maybe, you know, people from Sky, people from Formula One do listen to the pod. So I'm saying right now, I think you should change the points because let's be honest, we are the perfect, we are the perfect people to, to, to suggest how the sport could change because we're just two average guys who watch it on a TV and we know what we want as viewers. I reckon there might be some diehard race fans that would disagree we're the perfect people to come up with what Formula 1 needs. I don't. You were recommended a triathlon no. a couple of weeks ago, bro. <laughs> we're swimming and sucking. I mean, that would make it more interesting. It would be better. No, but I, I, do you know what? I do think we are because, you know, that not everyone is going to be a diehard F1 fan. No. I think the majority of the people, and this goes back to what Ruth Buscombe said, yep. more families are watching and going to Formula 1 races now. It's not the usual demographic of, you know, a 50-year-old white male going to an F1 race on his own. Families are going together. And I feel like the majority of people now who watch F1, you know, women have made up a massive percentage now. Yep. Young kids, teen, and, and everything else. Like, I think those are the kinds of people that you want to find out what they want to watch. I think, yeah. In, in terms of this idea, this is the one idea I think you are spot on with. And I think, yeah, everyone should be available for points. I think that makes absolute sense. And let's see what changes happen. 2026 is going to be such an involvement for this sport. Like, to be, to be honest, I reckon we're probably just going to have Max winning every single race for the next two years. Yeah. He's going to break every single record. He's going to overtake Lewis Hamilton's records. And I don't even think he'll stay for his... I saw him say in an interview saying he's got no intentions to try and stay and beat Lewis's record. But I Did he actually say that? Because yeah, I've, yeah, I've been that. saying that. I don't, that. I don't think he'll do it. I think he has uh, said there's, that there's other stuff in the world that He says he's got other things he wants to do. Has he actually said yeah, that? Yeah, other racing series, yeah. Fuck, Jesus. So people do listen. Max has listened to this part <laughs> and he's like, Max yeah. out of everyone watches <laughs> right. some of the most stuff online. Like, he's a streamer. He just sits there and watches. I remember him doesn't, saying, doesn't he was like, I see everything. 
I bet he does, mate. I bet mm. he does. We know drivers listen to the show because we've been sent our own clips and we've been sent stuff by The thing is, I, I wouldn't say that I listen to pods, but I do watch YouTube clips. videos that could be pods. Going so. back five minutes, I just want to clear myself up here. I said Yuki's an idiot, right? I don't think Yuki is an idiot as a person, but that was dangerous on track. I, I actually really like Yuki. I think he's a quick driver and I think he's a great guy. And I could see why he was really, really frustrated there. But we have heard some things about working with Yuki and like him being quite angry. And just imagine how much that kicked off in that team meeting after that race. Just Look, imagine Yuki. He would have been fucking fuming. It's funny. I was scrolling through our, our YouTube the other day, looking through our shorts and looking at the comments of what people made. And someone did comment. I've seen it, I've seen it said before as well, you know, and I've said it before. You've said it before. F1 is very sanitized now. We have to be for health and safety. You know, it's not as if it was in the 70s when there was these fire blazing crashes and like yeah, all this yeah, crazy yeah. shit going on. And as horrible as that to say is, you know, that is, it's entertaining to watch. Now, you never want anyone to be risking their life, you know, but a crash is something interesting. So because it doesn't happen as much anymore, because for whatever reason, these little nuggets that you get of Yuki Tsunoda, yeah. you know, spitting some lyrics down the mic and, and having a go at R Ricardo right. on the thing, you know, F1 will be the first people to clip that and chuck it on YouTube and get a load of views and chuck it all over Instagram. Yeah. And people love that content. So even though it's bad, it's kind of good for the sport in a way. For sure. You can absolutely never wish for crashes. Like you don't want crashes. I know what you mean. You want the dr you want like drama in the aspect of like something's happening or the races change. Like... To be fair, like a race without a safety car, I feel like any race without a safety car this year is just going to be so flat because mm. it's going to be max so far ahead. Well, you and me were literally praying for I, a safety car. As soon car as it came up, yellow flag, I was thinking, oh, thank God. Just bring them back You together. know, at least there's a chance. At yeah. least there's. That's the one thing I like about it. If I guess if you're a massive Max fan, you're annoyed because you're like, oh, you've just lost all the gap he's built. But if you just want a... Me and you are so neutral. Like, we are such neutral F1 fans. It's not like you love Alonso, obviously, and, you know, there's certain drivers on the grid I'd love to win, but we we don't really mind. Bro, I just love... I love the thought of the sport. I just love the, the race. Sport. I love everything around the sport. I don't, I'm not like, you know, I'm not a diehard, you know, I, if someone- Despite the Alonso posters on your wall. If someone disrespects <laughs> Alonso, I'm not gonna hop in the comments and say, you motherfucker, how fucking dare you? Like, I don't, I, you know, I don't care to do that, but I do love Alonso. I do think he's my favorite driver on the grid. And I do want to cast it back to the, to the video that Skyboats did, where you and me gave our predictions for Bahrain. I did put Alonso We first. didn't know that this video was going on Sky Sports F1. We literally just filmed it like, five minutes we got into this event and we thought it'd be a joke it was filmed on someone's phone i was like this isn't gonna go anywhere yeah it was the girl from the sky sports social media team yep the girl yeah it was very, but it's very funny true. because you give your prediction i gave mine i said alonzo first and then you laugh and you're like alonzo first and someone's commented saying i saw that, that guy laughing at alonzo first i saw that and people were giving me shit for laughing <laughs> and obviously they don't realize but i'm laughing because you say that every yeah. week <laughs> every week it's alonzo and then you say magnus <laughs> that's what got me do you know what is funny it's funny that Sky Sports have posted a video of you saying Magnussen's going to come third on a race it's, 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 it's the most that I could have ever wished for it's all I could have I have ever wanted you had your chance and you took it I took it and I feel like I represented myself perfectly however mate the curse of Valtteri Bottas is back what's happened he had a 52.4 second pit stop 
I saw. <laughs> At I the saw. Bahrain Grand Prix. I saw. He had a wheel nut issue last year in Monaco. Do you remember that? Yeah. And Crofty was like, this, this is straight from Crofty. I didn't really recognize it. Realize this. It took a day and a half to get that wheel nut off. Yeah. So essentially, Bottas has the I longest remember. pit stop ever. A day and a half pit stop. And now, yesterday in Bahrain, if this was Monday two days ago, he had a 52 second pit stop, mate. Is- and it was a wheel nut issue again. Yeah, not good. Not good at all for Bottas. Not good for the team. Is it the mullet? <laughs> maybe. He didn't have a mullet last year, though. Well, maybe next week he'll come out complete, all gone, shaved, bald. Completely bald. Because, you know, according to Matt Gallagher, like when he called us out, it doesn't save weight. You know, when we said the driver shaved for that because of the minimum weight. But I reckon he might come out of a new haircut. He might have to change it. I think... He could kind of, he's one of those guys that could kind of pull off anything because he's so serious most of the time that you'd laugh at and you'd be like, Valtteri, you've got a mohawk and he'd just look straight through you. And yeah. you'd be like, yeah. hang on, maybe he's right. Maybe it's the coolest haircut ever. Do you not feel like he's like a perfect human though? I don't feel like he shouts. I, just, I think he's always happy. I think he can come last and he won't be any different to how he'd feel if he came like first. You Valtteri. Know? He's so like put together, I think. I think he's so... Yeah, he's pretty... um. I think he's a great guy. He controls his emotions quite mm. well. I did hear Lewis Hamilton say halfway through the race, mate, lap 25, my seat is broken. Yeah, Lewis Hamilton's seat that? was broken. He said his bum was hanging off the seat for like half the race. Really? Yeah, but obviously you can't pit for that because then... How does your seat break? Your race, I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. But whilst we're on that very quick topic, massive shout out to Zane Maloney. Who won the F2 oh sprint and the F2 feature race. God. Incredible. You're going to get a clap, Zane. That was absolutely insane, brother. We met Zane at the stake launch. Um, great guy. Mm. And then I don't know how well he did in F2 last year. He got, a, he got a win or maybe a couple of wins last year. He had good races last year. But obviously this year he started off with a double right at the beginning. The Mate. reason I say coming off this from the car from your seat is because I saw the foam. I saw the phone oh, that we were you? talking about around the F2 driver's legs. Next week when you watch F2, oh. look around their legs in the, in the cockpit. You can see all that foam. Really? And that foam apparently makes it harder for the F2 drivers to drive, but it's a safety measure F2 have put into the car. They've always had the foam, though, because it, it, it looks comes quite a out, bit thicker. But I've never thicker. seen it around the legs like that. Mate, you missed the start of the F2. I did miss the I start need of the F2. I've watched it now. It's amazing. Ah, oh, mate. Absolute rocket ship. I don't know what they've done to that Rodin Carlin car, or whether it's just Zane with, like, the best launch off the line I've ever seen. Insane. It was Freddie Hunt style. He absolutely shot off the line. (laughs) He was third to first after the first turn. Mate, legend. Absolute legend. We'll have to get him on the pod. He's 100% coming on the pod. Don't worry about that. Within the next couple of races, Zane Maloney will be sat right here. And I can't wait for that. Excellent stuff. Can't but wait no, for that yeah, the, uh, I'm excited for the F2 season. That's our advice to every one of our listeners. Watch the F2 this year. It's going to be better than the F1. Probably. It has been for the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always good. These guys are so hungry. They want to get into F1 so bad. You and know? obviously you've got Antonelli, who everyone's saying is going to be the next Mercedes driver. And the Prem has struggled this weekend. So that's going to be interesting to see how, how they come back. They really did struggle. Yeah, it's almost like F2 has kind of been flipped on its head a bit. Do you know what? The cars... Probably because it's a brand new car. The you know, cars have changed, mate, so much. The rear wing is crazy. Yeah, no f- one's got an advantage. The front wing looks kind of more the same as an F1 car now. Mm. It's mad. But um, yeah, the Premiers weren't looking as good. So I hope they can come back because we love, you know, Premier are probably our favourite team. Yeah. What do you think about what Brundle and Crofty were saying about removing the blue flags? 
Because when you think about it, at the moment, the fact that the 20 best drivers in the world are told they have to let someone pass them is kind of backwards because it would be amazing. If someone's lapping, you know, they should be if good enough to overtake these cars on their own if you're lapping. And also, then you could hold them up a bit. The teammates no, would be able to hold them up. I don't know. Bit. To be honest, I don't know what Brenda was going on when he said that because you're driving a car at 180 miles per hour, you know. But it affects everyone else's races. That's why they're saying it. Like, it was perfect example over Ricardo and Sonoda because they were blue flagging it when they were trying to overtake someone else. Like, it, you know what I mean? It just affects it too much. If you're lapping, you don't need that extra advantage to go round. Just sit behind them. If you can't get round, don't get round. Plus, if the person in first gets taken out by someone at the back, a lap behind is a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's a laugh if it's Max. It's a bit of a tough one, I think, because we saw it with George. George locked up going into that horrendous sort of hairpin Hate that hairpin. looking corner before the straight at Bahrain. He locked up because he had Leclerc all over the back of him and he was he, he was looking in the mirrors, mate. He was driving in his mirrors, as mm. Brundle said. So when you're driving in his mirrors. Yeah. Nice. So when you're when you're driving, looking in your mirrors, defending against someone, it's gonna mess up what you're doing in front of you. Yeah. So if you didn't have a blue flag and you've got a you know, if you're in a Hass and you've got a Red Bull coming up your ass you can't be constantly looking out for that because you might smash into the bloke in front. So I think yeah, but it then equally, should, the should it be your issue to let the person behind you pass? Like, they're lapping you anyway. They can get past if they can get past. If not, you're still racing. You're still in your own race. But what if, what if Max had Perez within DRS range of him behind him and they're both lapping Sergeant at the back? Well, Perez would probably and slap then, his brakes on, take Max out of the race and then Perez would be winning. And then Max can't, <laughs> Max, you know, in theory, loses first place because he's stuck behind the Williams who didn't get out of the way. Like, that's when it becomes yeah, unfair. Yeah, I can see it. Mm. You know? Really, they should just make the tracks bigger so that you never get lapped. Cars smaller, laps big, so you never get lapped. Yeah. I think Max is going to lap everyone all year. If the circuit was bigger. That's where it starts to become a bit like, oh, when the person at the front is able to lap the cars at the back in the fastest sport in the world where the cars are meant to be so close. It's a bit of a shame, really, isn't Let's it? Just make all the cars the same. I've been saying it forever. Just stick them all in the same car. Mm. Then it's down to the team to just, you know, make yeah, the pit stops But then it's a constructor great. sport, isn't it? Like, the idea is that the constructors build the car. That's the, one of the most exciting things about it. <laughs> or at least give them all the same engine and design the aero, you know? You yeah, know, because I, it ain't cow. It ain't, it ain't the pit crew who are, you know designing the fucking engine it's the people back at the factory yeah well we're just a show mate talking about it these teams are sat there having a lot more serious conversations than us going why are we so far behind you know someone's got to do something and if it's anyone I'm, I think it's going to be your Ferraris your McLarens <laughs> I was dying I was dying the video of us on TikTok's absolutely exploded of our constructors predictions oh really maybe my prediction of McLaren to win the constructors was a little bit bold <laughs> Mate, it's only the first race of the season. You don't know yet. I also can't hear you very well because my ears are so blocked up. Oh, really? Right now. Yeah. Proper blocked up? I can't hear anything. Oh. No. And we'll probably call it an end very soon because we're 33 minutes into this pod. It's 8.30 and I've got one final episode of Till Murder Do Us Part okay. on Netflix. Now, I, this is the one that I just told you you need to go watch. Yep. If anyone hasn't seen it, if you've got Netflix, check out Till Murder Do Us Part. I personally love true crime docs and everything else. And if you don't want the spoiler, don't listen to the next bit. But 
the guy who was accused of doing it is now a free man and he's on Instagram with a blue tick. He's a German guy and I think we should get him on the pod. <laughs> That's an interesting guess. His name's oh, imagine Jens. You, imagine we put this out and he messages. He his, says, his, I listen yeah, to the pod. Still, <laughs> he already listens to it. His name's Jens Soaring. He's got thick rim, black rim glasses and I would love him to come. We'd have to get all the knives out of the house. We I, would. I, we, I'd love him on the sim. It's an interesting guest. And imagine if we cracked the code. Imagine if he came out so we're gonna and turn he into actually a... admitted to the murdering on the pit stop. So whilst podcast. Max wins every week, we're just going to solve crimes. We'll just become a crime-solving podcast I'd during the season. I'd absolutely love that. Would that would fill the gaps, wouldn't it? Before I wanted to do music, before I wanted to do any of this pit stop stuff, I wanted to be a crime scene I've always wanted to be a secret detective, mate. So... Yeah, but that's a bit different. You know, you've still, you've got suit on, you're nice and clean. I want to be the guy that goes into like a bloodied house, you know, like stuff everywhere. There's like a knife on the floor. There's someone with their head off, like in the bathroom. And I like go and see you, how it all happened. Do you never... Oh, he's got a bruise on his neck it's because someone grabbed him, you know? Do you never like go out and imagine like you are a secret detective though? Sometimes if I'm like on the tube or on my own out and about, I kind of just stand there and look around and think... Let's see if anything's happening. See if I can save anything. Or sometimes when I'm in an Uber, I like stare out the window thinking if someone grabs someone's phone on a bike like, and cycles off, I'm going to get out and boot the bike or open my door. Uh, and that's slam a waste it on. of time for me. I'm always ready. That's a waste of time. So I, I, reactive. I mate. don't give a shit about someone's phone being taken. Like I'm, I'm, I'm more into the real hard shit. <laughs> you want know? real hard If crimes. I feel like there's going to be like some sort of you know, terrorist attack or God. there's going to be like a murder or something like that, then get me out there. And I will, I will solve the missing piece of the puzzle. But someone's phone getting nicked, nah. God. Not bothered, not bothered by that. We can't just run away from today's episode, though, because we have a lot of people to shout out as well. Well, we this said is Sunday's all you, episode. my friend. Because... Uh, well, well, Fab's <laughs> ill, so he's going to leave me with the outro. So before I say all these people's names... Is it all the David boys? There's, no, it's not. It's all the people that commented on our picture. Oh. And obviously this picture is really special. It was our first ever live show. Like we said at the beginning, we haven't done a proper pod in a couple of days. But thank you to everyone who made this possible. Like, it's pretty crazy we got the chance to, to do this. I mean, we never really imagined ourselves doing this stuff, doing live. I mean, it's not what we're used to. No. But it was, it was actually really good fun. And obviously, Sky Sports put the event together. So that was incredible. And um, it's been a great start to the year. Like, actually, considering we're on race one, it's, for Pit Stop, it feels like it's been a mega start to the year. We have something really exciting soon coming, which is going to give all you guys listening the opportunity to come on the show, which is also very, very exciting. Not physically. Like, well, no, there is there is options for nah, people to come. I ain't in. inviting any of you random people to my flat. No way. <laughs> well, 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 maybe I will. <laughs> but no, we're going to have bonus episodes going out with listeners. So get ready for that. There's quite a few comments here. Well, it's going to take me a while, mate. I feel like you're going to need to make it entertaining whilst right, I do no, it. No, I'm going to stick the kettle on. I'm just going to let you reel it off. Are you really? Well, all these people that commented, thank you very much. Fab is going to give you a word after I've read out all the names. And you're going to go and DM at us if you're still listening at this point in the show. And Fab next week is going to read out all... On Thursday, you're reading them all out, mate, all right? I think my throat's gone next week. No, yeah, you're I've reading a, them I've all out. I've got a really sore throat. You are. Because <laughs> my lisp is going to be wrecked after like 40 of these. Diamond Feth. But yeah, you may want to skip the next 20 minutes if you didn't comment, because it's going to be me reading everyone's names. So, Courtney Jacks, Neil Ransom, CTSWFC, 13, Leo Neil, Tumas, Nathan Divey, 
Not Divi, we've learned. Oh, he clapped. Didn't yeah, he? he clapped. Nathan Divi clapped. Renil, Emma Codstein, Lov Ramod, Ash Norris, Jane Barkmeyer, Ashley Norris, Karen Pillia, not the Ash Norris we know, Amy Walker. Oh. You're just texting people whilst on the pod. It's coming through at the top of my laptop. Huh? Is that Nat? Yeah. Shout manager. out Nat, by the way. Oh, shout out Nat. Whilst we're at this point in yeah, the pod. Yeah, shout out to Nat. Nat, you are a gem. Nat, Nat is our manager. Nat goes she above is. and beyond for us. She She's is like incredible. a sister, a cousin, a mum, a niece, all wrapped up in one. Yeah. Shout out Booty Wijin, Simon56, Caleb Brer, Bard P, Scott Sharp, Hulo Kovetsky, Cisco, Callum Andrews95, Aaron Richardson81, Rachel Burgess, Ryan Boxall, Jamie's Dot. Ryan Boxall, my boy. He's <laughs> been commenting and DMing us since yes. day. Shout yes. out to Ryan Boxall. I love it because I'm starting to see the same names all the time. Azro2, Lizzie Kasner, Ashley Quikita, Amanda Panda. Please tell me. Amanda Panda, please tell me that's actually your second name because that is ledge. What's your name? Amanda Panda? <laughs> <laughs> Kate Louise. Kate Louise F. The Dorset Angler. Jenna Wine. James 657. Kit. Tejas Vadaya. And Durkin 10. Dan Plum. Recognize you, mate. Bertram Went. Helix Dork. Harrison Jones. Kane Johnson. This and Rapalm. I love the way all these people have commented that purple devil emoji. Sky Sports are probably like, why is everyone commented that emoji on your post? Alfie Miller, Megan Moyer, Scott Leslie, Aaron Clark, Leah Dunphy, Shay Cologne, Kalona, Grace Ellen Pierce, Nicole Kaleja, Maya Reed 5, Cameron Pashley, Sir Man, Peter Crap, Peter Cowley. Alex, Peter Cowley, shout out Peter. Mr. Cowley. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. <laughs> Andrew J. Crow, Jaren1994. I'm a rain dancer. Whilst I'm doing this, Fab, I hope you're getting rid of the next word. Well, I've got the word, mate. Don't okay. you worry about it. You Conag M, shout out Conag. I am, I'm a Jack Gun. <laughs> I'm Jack Gun QT. I, I, sorry, I can't pronounce it. You're going to have to speed these up, mate. There's so many comments. No, no, I'm here. getting there. Jack Foreman. Shout out, Shout Jack. out, Jack. Another legend from Sky. We love you. Alexia Papak. J.M. Miller. B.T. Smithy 81. I am Seen O'Brien. Pia 256. Alexia Papak. Mitch 249. Hua 9298. Was that Salima two Papaks? Huh? That was two Papaks. Don't tell me to speed it up and then start was, talking about it. That was two members of the same family. I rate that. <laughs> Danny Richardson. Nusha Lit. Danny Rick. Ek. <laughs> Danny Rick. Ekka. Ekka Strauss. Joe Wooderson, Kenny Barland, Ghost Wish, Olaf Martins, Beck McPhee, Sebastian St. Vettel. Bassi, no way. Seb Vettel. The Kid Cash. The Louis Walder. Shout out Louis Walder. N underscore J underscore RR. Jackie Booth. Hendrick Beeman. James Forrester. Hello, James. Yank the Mike Watches. You know Yank the Mike Watches. Yeah, 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 sick. Ted Coxie. Leona J. Tracing Ben. Becky 13. Tracing Ben. Adrenaline. I've heard of that before. It's Adrenaline. I'm probably butchering everyone's name. I can always guarantee so you're sorry. completely butchering Vaughn Van Cycle, another sick name. I remember that one. DGAL23. It's been going on for two and a half minutes, just to let you know. Kia is my life. <laughs> Draz, if if anyone is still Kelly listening, well done. Chris what McCarthy. are you doing here? <laughs> Razo91. Chris McCarthy, did you say? <laughs> Come on, Chris. <laughs> Love you, Chris. <laughs> Dave Masil. Duffy Forkins. Isn't Chris McCarthy the guy who, who commentates on the football? Yeah, no, who commentates on my mate, Chris. This is Chris, the commentator referee. Oh. Paul Wallace. Yes, Paul. 
Ashley, oh, shout out, Paul. Ashley, Legend. Jose, Braden S. Thomas, Cope, Land, Stooks, Alex Morrison. We're getting there, by the way. We're getting there. Oh, my God. Nasherig, Glenn Evans, Millie Weber. Shout out, Millie. Hope you're doing well. See you soon. Love you, Millie. Ped Al Abalongata. <laughs> Niall Kelly, Autotase, Oakwillit, Oak. Bro, oh, no one is listening. Clip. It's been three minutes of you Mate, just reading names. I promise you now, people are listening. I promise you. <sighs> C. Gilly, Sophia Crothel at London, Luke Neal Photography, Riley Aradil, Sam Vine, all right? Shout, shout out, shout Sam, out Vine. Sam Vine. One of my dogs from day one. Mickey Goddy, shout out Mickey Goddy. Michael Grand, Grande, shout out Michael Grand, Grande. Here we go. We're, now we're really getting near the end. Irfan Nam, Jesper Thompson, Le- Leg... Rand Grand Prix Club. Julia <laughs> Julie. This is Julie the worst Bellum. podcast of all time. Huh? This is the worst podcast. No, because it's fine, because if bro, people would just skip this bit if they're not waiting for their name, wouldn't they? If they get my special word after this, they truly yeah, are that's a diary. I mean, and yeah. you, I can know for a fact it's gonna be Ryan Boxall. Yeah, that's true. Joshua Wallace, Scott R Scott W R A, Nicholas Lemon, Naomi. I'm just going to read the first names. Clem Meyer, Ryan Dagger, Fector 3S, Sebaz Chevez, Liv Perry 99, Ellen Magulu, Anne Villengren. Shout out Nicola Hume, who commented as well, hosts the RB podcast. Sweet. Joris Clays. Alex Horton, you're the best. Big shout out to you. Shout out to Alex. Alvaro Roche. <laughs> Sarah Bat Bradley, Sam Bebs, Harris Leckie. <gasps> Carmen245, Seb Delaney, hello Seb, Kate, Katie Coolwood, Joe Colburn, Gad Thornton, Miss Emma Walsh, Owen Thornton, Sonny J, host of Capital Radio, pretty cool, we commented, Degex Johnson, I'm Degex, Shek, the Katia, Niam, Neve Kelleher, Lewis PB, Aston Martin's photographer, great guy, hello mate, and social media guy, Laura Brown, Zach Isaacs, works at Google, legend, Hon, Zat6, now we're really near at the end, nearly near the end, Bro. DML44, Zena, Mate, don't say, bro, you're doing this next week. Senna. You're doing this next week. Mistra Kashan 2, CB7F1, Lance Dockhoven, Z, Flatback VW, Lucas Sullivan, Hoogie, Nathan underscore 41, Tommy. Jake, this has been five minutes of you reading names off. Keely Stillwell, Angela Bergson. Bro, I'm the one doing it. Sarah June, Mrs. Kirsten Patterson, 1207 Kaylee, Elise. Jay Savage, Camrom88, Hang Loose Racing, Johnny Oxley, Annie Skeyer, Chrissy, Ross Dipple. Here we go. Shy, Nat, and Surf Fantastic. That is all the comments. Right, now don't say I don't put the bloody effort in because I am sweating after that. And there's no way anyone is still listening to the pod. But if you are still listening at this point and you want Fab to read your name in the next episode... The special word is oink. Oink. DM us, oink. Pigs are my favourite animal in the whole wide world. I would love a pet pig. So it only makes sense that the special word is oink. Our Instagram is at pitstop. Send in your oinks, oinks, oinks. Oink, 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 oink. DM it. DM it at pitstop. And give our personal Instagrams a follow whilst you're there. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Pitstop. Thank you so much. Wow, first race back. Mm -hmm. If you're still with us, 45 minutes in. Hi, hello, how are you? We'll be back on Thursday for our pre-race predictions for Bahrain. You're never going to guess who I think is going to win.
Right. <laughs> Please rate the podcast five stars. Hit the like <laughs> the button. Hit the follow that? button. Uh, who are you, who I just th- twitched. Who do you think is going to win? Mate, it's a surprise for Thursday, but trust me, I've got something up my sleeve oh, and yeah, I've got backing. Our predictions. We're finally doing our predictions again. Yeah, predictions Can't are wait. back. Thursday. See you then. Hope everyone has a fantastic week. Thank you for the support. You know, it's been an amazing start to the year. It's been great fun doing Pit Stop. I'm really enjoying it. And um, <laughs> two and a half years in, I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. That's it, good to know. It's really cool to see the listeners going up all around the world as well. I like that. So I like the thought of people listening to us in weird places. You like the, the thought world. of people just listening to your, your voice, don't you? No, I don't. I That's hate it. I've it got, I hate people listening to my voice, really. It's not. I don't listen back to the pods for that exact reason. I don't even like editing them. Sometimes. You just like being centre of attention. You huh? want people to listen to uh, you at twice a week. We'd like to be a bit of attention, yeah. Attention seeker, as I would have been called in school. Oh, well. Right, end the pod. <laughs> All right, guys. With a bit of energy, please. <laughs> like, like you actually I'm want to come back Ill. next week. I'm ill, but thank you so much for listening to the first pod of the season. Yes, thank Not you for really. the first pod. <laughs> Like and subscribe, rate us five stars, hit the follow button, and we will catch you on Thursday. And send us an oink at Pitstop. Send the word oink. And actually, please do rate the podcast five stars if you haven't. It really helps us in rankings and everything. So, yeah, just click the little button and click five stars. Okay, goodbye. See you on Thursday. Bye. Bye.